0: Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of This Dream House, the show that is all about the house. Joining us from Blooms and Berries Farm is Farmer Jeff. Farmer Jeff, thank you for joining us from Blooms and Berries Farm. Good morning, Mr. James.
1: So who is Blooms and Berries? Um, so we're a family-run farm market and garden center. We have uh, a lot of u pick experiences, a lot of on-farm authentic experiences. And we're in Loveland, Ohio. And in the springtime, we start with our garden center. And then we uh, close the end of the year, this time of year, with our fall event with hay rides and corn maze and all the fun things that, that uh, the kids just really enjoy coming out and spending on the farm. So how'd you get started? Um, actually, that's that's probably one of the most interesting stories about us is that um, the farm, the land itself has been in the family since 1939. When I was uh, in junior high, my parents were kind of looking ahead, you know, understanding that I might want to get some life experiences and learn some work ethic and also just, you know, find a way to pay for college. And so um we we came back to the family farm and, and founded Blooms and Berries Farm Market, Um started it kind of modest and um, with some strawberries. And then one thing led to the other. If we're going to have strawberries, we should have a garden center. We're going to have a garden center. And maybe we should have pumpkins in the fall. If we're going to have pumpkins in the fall, maybe we should have produce over the summertime. And and uh we're a family of ideas, and uh it just continued to grow so we've we've added and added work and put the effort into it and and uh and we have um i think quite a a fun experience for for guests to come out and enjoy enjoy some time out in the country a little bit. That is awesome. Where did you study at? uh I went to miami university uh I studied business and degrees in marketing and entrepreneurship um and uh honestly though it's every day every day we learn something <laughs> there's there's so much in this industry nobody can teach you know deep just far marketing and um my biggest thing is is just making sure that um, anybody that comes out has a great time has a great experience and and that's what we that's what we learn the most from that is true. I mean, you all do
0: a great job at giving that experience. Uh, my son, uh, actually, that was the the one problem he had with the place, what he was just a little too overwhelmed by the number of great options because he would run from one thing to another to another to back to the, the previous thing because <laughs> it was too much fun, I guess. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll take that problem. Not a not a bad one to have. Exactly. It was a great time. So, what animals do you have on your farm? So we have um, uh, our stars are the are the goats, and um, you know everybody loves goats. So they have such great personalities. They love to interact with the with the kids and with the guests. Uh, we have two miniature donkeys. Uh, we have some chickens and some ducks. My favorite, my personal favorite, is I have two Flemish giant rabbits, and I'm very proud that my rabbits are larger than most house cats and, and quite a few dogs out there. The Flemish giant rabbit will you know, run around 17 to 20 pounds, so it's quite a sight to see how big they are. Um, We've got some pigs and a peacock, and, and every year is a little bit different on what animals we have specifically, but that's kind of what we have right now. Excellent. I'm glad you brought up the giant part,
0: because I had planned on asking you about that, because I couldn't believe how big those rabbits were.
1: I was like, oh my gosh, like you said, they're bigger than a cat. Heck, they're bigger than some dogs I know. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I, you know, the Flemish Giants are, are really docile, and um, a lot of people have them as pets, and, and of course they're pets for us too. So I, I just I love them. You can go in there and sit down with them, and I, I can sit down with them and put them on my lap and and just kind of love on them. They're, they're great animals. Oh, yeah, you could tell they seemed very mellow and
0: relaxed. I mean, they were just hanging out with the chickens. Yep. That's cool. So
1: what type of crops do you grow? So it's really important to us to, to be an authentic farm. We're a farm first. And so we have, um, you know, we grow uh, berries like strawberries and blueberries. Our strawberry crop we're getting ready for next year is going to be our largest one yet. Uh, we got about 45,000 strawberry plants we planted about a month or oh, so my. ago. And we're we're going out and caring for those guys every single day um, right now, and we'll put them to bed for the winter in about a month, and so. Um, and was kind of make sure that they, they get through the winter properly or whatnot. We're, we're building towards about three to four acres of pick-your-own blueberries. That, that crop takes a lot of time. We're probably, you know, three to five years out from a really a lot of picking on blueberries. But we do pick some some blueberries on our more, ter- more mature plants. Um, the most exciting thing I talked to you about, you know, we mentioned earlier, we do a lot of ideas and, and new stuff. The one thing we're trying right now is elderberry. A lot of people are familiar with elderberry for the antiviral property. Uh, that was starting to get big for flu well before COVID hit, um, and so I, um, so we're 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 really pleased with how well the elderberries are looking and growing, and we're hoping to take a crop off of them next year. Uh, we have our our corn maize. Um, typically, we grow pumpkins. We grow um, some potatoes for dig-your-own. We grow uh, sunflowers for the fall. So our our biggest focus is to try to stay on to the crops that you can pick your own or come out and experience in the field like the corn maize or the sunflowers. But um, but the pick-your-own is, is certainly our, our biggest area of, uh, like, harvesting and the customer coming out and enjoying that in the springtime.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, I've heard of the pick-your-own-strawberries and the pick-your-own-blueberries, but
1: I was really impressed with uh, the, the dig-your-own-potatoes. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's something we tried. Um, last year was the first year we tried it. Um, you know, it, it's we understand that. You know, gardening can be tough. Having a garden, you know, not everybody's got 60 acres, and um, we're very blessed in that sense. And that everybody just really loves, we try to do the growing the harder part and and make it easy for people to come out and have the the really fun part of harvesting and the discovery. The fun thing about potatoes is you just don't know what you're going to get. Like, you you know, we dig that, you know, we put the the potato, the spud forks through the ground, and and you don't know if you're going to get a big one, a small one, a dozen, a dozen, you know, two dozen, a half a dozen, or Or three or whatever, and it's just—it's like an Easter egg hunt, and it's so fun. The kids get so excited. Uh, My daughter, my daughter—I think it's one of my daughter's favorite things. She just loves that. And grabs a bag and fills that sucker up (laughs) every time we do that event. So that's been a—that's been a fun thing for us. That's
0: awesome, and then you mentioned the new elderberries. Um, mm-hmm. That is just
1: uh, remarkable. Incorporating that into the uh, the process as well. Yep, absolutely. So the elderberry is uh, is native to this area, um, and uh, it seems to it likes a lot of moisture. So we. The special care that needs is, is consistent irrigation, consistent watering out there, but, um, but it, it's really cool. We planted it this spring. It looks super good. We're really happy with the way it's turning out. And if that goes well, um, we're actually, uh, we just picked up, um, another, another parcel of ground, another 50 acres down the street a little bit that will be mainly our production ground. And if that works, works well, then we'll probably go out and plant another maybe five or six acres of elderberry out there. Awesome. So the important question is: Are the elder
0: elderberries purple? Yeah. Oh, then that works good because of the the high school and all. Yeah. I, yeah. I was gonna say I've never seen an elderberry, but when I when you said elderberry, I was thinking
1: purple, like the uh, the the local school. <laughs> Oh yeah. So where are they uh where are you located? Um so we're in Loveland. We're about three minutes from the Loveland Bike Trail. A lot of our customers will go and do the Loveland bike trail and then come out and swing out to the farm for some of our bakery treats or for one of our events or you know, just do a little shopping or whatnot. We have a super cute market. Um and we're halfway between Loveland and Mainville on State Route forty eight. So it's it's not too bad. We're in the northeast corner of Cincinnati. What are your hours of operation? Uh, it changes by the season, um, and of course, with weather and whatnot, it's always a good. Day. Any farm market, anything in our industry that you want to go out and see, it's always a good idea to check the website of the of the market before you go. Just because you know we can vary, you know, hours that were published for strawberry season might be a little bit different than than fall season or whatnot. Right now, for us, our fall season goes through November first, and we are open nine thirty to seven daily. Now, this thing I want to put an
0: emphasis on to my listeners is. Buy the tickets now because yeah. I'm going to ask you where to buy the tickets, but the important thing is not where to buy the tickets. The important thing is when to buy the tickets, which is a week to two weeks ahead of time because quite frankly,
1: they go fast.
0: So where sure. can you get tickets?
1: Yeah, well, we're in a season of safety this year, so we're managing our attendance. So we want to make sure everybody has a great, safe experience and that we don't get large lines or over, overcrowded. Um, we want to keep everybody really, really safe this year, of course. So so we are, you know, we're running a time ticketing, and um, we're selling out, like you said, and weekends are selling out a week or two in advance. Um, the weekdays are, are a really great time to come. It's even, you know, it's even slower as far as having the capacity. We're still so busy, but but it's even, you don't even have to worry about selling out as bad during the weekdays. Um, but uh, you, if the tickets can be bought at fallonthefarm.com, and that'll take you to our ticketing page. So how much are tickets? Weekdays are $10, and weekends are 12 And what does the ticket include? Uh, so the nice thing about our ticket is that it's, it's pretty much all-inclusive for uh, all the events. Uh, that includes the corn maze, the hayride, um, the sunflowers when they're in bloom. We have a storyboard trail through there as well, too. That also includes all the play area, the farm animals. Um, it does not include, like, the, anything you want to take or eat, like, bakery or the Farmer Frank's hot dog stand or any the pumpkins or anything along those lines. The one exception is sometimes we do um, work with a, a pony farm that brings ponies out for pony rides. That would be a separate a separate ticket, and sometimes those do sell out as well too.
0: So some of the things I know, I know the hay ride, the corn maze, et cetera
1: What is a pumpkin bounce pad? Oh, that's like our kid, like the kids' favorite thing when they come out. We've got. Um, it's about 60 by 30, so it's pretty daggone big. It's about 24 inches tall or so, and it's, uh, it's a big inflatable. It's not a bounce house. It's not enclosed, but it's a big inflatable uh mat if you will and the kids can jump and and kind of play on it and they just love it it's shaped like a pumpkin it looks like a jack-o-lantern uh you can go up in the sky and see it you know from a plane or from a drone or something like that because it is so big and um we play music and the kids can down, down dance and bounce and jump uh to the to the song while they're out there so it's it's a really it's a really fun attraction
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, you could tell they were really into it. The kids, shoot, my little guy was loving it. Uh, just, I mean, just a, a really fun activity. And of course, uh, my wife, she always is all about getting the energy, excess energy out of the kids, and <laughs> it seems like that is the best place to do that. We like to say that we're the proud sponsor of nap time. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say I could see the bounce house calls and or the uh, the bounce pad calls in that. What is a cow train?
1: uh a cow train is is a, our cow train is a barrel train um we actually set it up so that the that the cows bounce as you as you go along they bump and so the kids can ride it and I've actually had like like uh bachelorette parties and sorority groups as well too come out and ride it for fun while they're here uh for their event but the um the kids are the main the main reason for it and when they ride it, um, we go nice and slow so it doesn't jar them or bump them real bad or anything like that, and they can, the cows go up and down as it goes in a loop.
0: Now, uh, obviously, you're not going to take your real animals and, and race them, but uh, I hear you nope. have duck races. <laughs> yep, yep, and I think uh, you said your, your child really enjoyed this. Oh, yeah, he thought that was the neatest thing, how it was interactive and then how you could have up to three people playing or maybe even six because you had to have three on both sides, so it was really cool.
1: Yeah, the duck the duck pumps are, are a fun attraction. It's, I, I was walking by an adult earlier this year, and I just happened to hear her say, why are these so addictive? Why are these so fun? <laughs> I just had to chuckle because they are. They're really cool. They, we've got it's pitcher pumps with a tank of water underneath, and as the kids will pump that water, um, there's a chute, and you put your little, little rubber duckling on there, uh, no real ducks. No, nothing like that. But the little rubber duckling goes in the chute, and then as you pump the water, the duck flows down to the other side. You can race a friend, or you can put a friend on the other side and have them just pump them back and forth. And and uh, my kids, like that three to four age range, is where my kids have just absolutely—I mean—they'll talk about it nonstop all day long.
2: The duck pumps oh, yeah. ready, it
1: the duck pumps ready,
0: it, the duck pumps ready. So, yeah, it was really cute. It was it was really fun.
1: How big are your corn mazes? Um, so we do have two corn mazes in the same field. It's a five-acre field of corn. Uh, we understand not everybody wants to dedicate 45 minutes to being lost in a corn maze. Um, and so we do have like a 15-minute maze that's really easy. We used to call it a kid's maze, but we found that a lot of adults prefer that that shorter time as well, too. And then we have the larger maze in there that does take about the 45 minutes. We have a game for both of them because sometimes getting lost is, you know, is okay, and sometimes you just want to... Do something other than get lost so we have a kind of like a whodunit game um uh-huh. that you follow along you get a game card when you arrive and you can go through the field and like punch out the different characters this year it's uh, knights and dragons and pumpkin pie and the story is that <laughs> nigel knight was baking the world's largest and creamiest pumpkin pie and a dragon came and ate it and you have to search the maze uh to, to find the five innocent dragons so you can understand which one was the one that was the guilty party. So every year is a different maze, a different theme, a different game. And, uh, and that's been, we, we take a lot of pride in, in really putting some creative energy into the story and coming up with a, a game to go with it. That is awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, I can imagine kids of all ages love that. So uh, what do you get to see on your Hayride? So our Hayride is a nice by story on board. Um, but I think right now the star of the show is the leaves turning. Uh, so, I mean, you, you can see the, the murals of the different animals and whatnot out there, but really you go through the woods, um, and the woods are gorgeous, the leaves are turning. We've got a lot of greens and reds and some yellows out there right now. Uh, you go out to the pumpkin patch. Um, the pumpkins are already off the vines, so there's no tripping hazard or any challenges like that. It's real logistically smooth and it has a great experience. Uh, You can see our field of 45,000 strawberries out there. You can see our elderberry field. And when you come back around, you can see those uh, several thousand young blueberry plants as they're starting to grow. Um, You see our irrigation pond, too. As a reminder, we're a real working farm. We've used a lot of water irrigating this summer. It's been kind of dry. But uh, so you just kind of get to see the behind the scenes of, like, what it really takes to do do what we do. Yeah. Yeah, so so you get to see a real working farm, it sounds like. Yeah. Awesome. So, tell us about your new beer garden. Yes, that's been a a great attraction. We talked a lot about cool stuff for the kids, um, and it's not lost on us that the parents want to have a great time when they come out too. And you know, there's uh, there's a there's some really great craft beers out there, and so we've you know we work with a lot of the local breweries. We've got Fifty West, we've got Mad Tree, and you know we we have some nice brews and. You can come out, and while the kids are bouncing and playing and having a good time, while you go to the corn maze, you're welcome to take your, your craft beer out there. We have local wine in that building. It's a gorgeous barn um, we built last year. Uh, when we build our buildings here, we build them, you know, out of, out of local timber, like poplar. Um, comes for about an hour and a half away from here out in Bainbridge. And, uh, and I use the Amish to build the barns. They're gorgeous. This one's an open-air pavilion barn. You can see 360 mm-hmm. degrees around. And um, and you can sit in there and enjoy the breeze and the weather, and and you still have that fresh air coming through. Or you can take your beer. Um, pretty much anywhere on the farm, we don't allow it on the hayride, and we don't allow it in the market uh, for obvious reasons. But our liquor license says if you want to go in the corn maze with your beer, enjoy it, have fun.
0: Nice. And obviously, along with uh, the beer, you offer food.
1: We do. We have um, we have Farmer Frakes hot dog stand, but I'll tell you, James, the star is our bakery. Our bakery is phenomenal. We have an amazing head baker that's been doing this for, I think, over 50 years, and she she makes a mean pie. Um, one of our signature items right now is a um, is a caramel apple cider float, and Ooh. it is freaking phenomenal. The thing about the caramel apple cider float, in addition to being delicious, is that we have an anonymous donor donating a dollar to the American Cancer Society for every one of those that's sold. So that's really cool. Um, that is uh, cool. For everything from the bakery is is really really great. It, you just can't you can't turn that stuff down. We have homemade pumpkin pie. Uh, I mean, we have an apple crisp that's phenomenal. Really great stuff. Oh wow! So it sounds like there's a lot of great choices. And with so many great
0: choices, people will want to go uh, more than once. Um, is there a way for people
1: to go more than once? Say, like a season pass? We, we, um, we, are, we do have a season pass. We're a little limited on the season pass this year because the weekends are, are so booked out. We wanted to make sure that people who wanted to come once could come on the weekends, um, and, and that was really important to us. So we, but we also recognize that people really, really, really um, missed their season pass that we did last year. So we, we brought back a season pass that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. of each week you wouldn't have to pick a time slot. You can come any of those times. Any, any of those three days in the middle of the week, we have plenty of capacity to honor a season pass, and um, and that works out really, really well. So that way you can come out and, like we said earlier, we're the proud sponsor of the nap time, and kids can yeah. have a really great time at fall on the farm and then go back and take a nap <laughs> multiple days a week. Nice. Do you have any uh, specialty price days? Uh, Toddler Tuesday is a great option for that. On um, Tuesday, kids two to four. Can get a five dollar ticket. Um, that's also available if you go to fallonthefarm.com com and choose our ticketing. You can when you choose any Tuesday, it'll give you uh, the toddler Tuesday five dollar ticket. That's available for them too, for parents to choose for their children. Um, that way, that way, it's a little bit more discounted those days to bring out the younger ones.
0: You mentioned earlier about your um, corn maze and all the cool uh, story behind it. What about the uh, sunflower patch?
1: I hear there's a spookly the square pumpkin spookly spooky spookly the square pumpkin, yeah, he's really cool um spookly is actually on the Disney Channel and he is a, a nationwide movement october is uh anti bully Month, and spookly kind of stands up for that as well too he his story is about being the square pumpkin and being different, and so being in the sunflowers is where we put him, but he's a storyboard trail. And you can go along and read his story. And uh, and I won't give away the spoiler alert, but being different ends up really, really helping him and all the other pumpkins in the end of the story.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, it was a really good, inspirational story. I thought that was neat. Yeah, Actually, I did not know that was a Disney
1: thing, so I was like, wow, oh, my gosh, these guys are crazy creative. <laughs> Yeah, Spookley is a is nationwide. He's really cool and uh we do believe we are creative, but we also like to partner with um he's not a Disney product, but he is on the Disney Channel and um oh, cool. he's he's very he's very, very uh well received across the country because of his great message.
0: Definitely. And you got, uh, uh really cool, uh, spookily, uh, merch as well, like, uh, yep. stuffed animals and whatnot. Stuffed pumpkins. Yep. That is cool. So are we allowed to wear costumes
1: at the, uh, the Blooms and Berries? Well, you're certainly allowed to wear a mask. I'll tell you that. So, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Kids, especially you're welcome in costume. And, um, it's not a problem. We, you know, we want everybody to have a good time and, um, that includes your pet too. So if you've got a, a dog um we do have a couple restrictions we ask that your dog be on a six foot non-retractable leash and that your dog is well behaved and well mannered and if that all if all those boxes checked like so many of those awesome pups out there then then we know that's part of your family too i'm a dog lover myself and uh we hope that you'll you'll bring them out i cannot i can't have the dog on a hayride just to set expectations so um but other than that the dog's allowed in the corn maze and the, and and the rest of the facility, the rest of the farm. That is awesome. You totally read my mind because that's when, uh,
0: you know, we were talking about costumes. Of course, everybody nowadays loves to dress up their pet. And I'm like, well, people, you know, consider them a member of the family. Can they bring them along? That is awesome that they can. That will make a lot of our listeners happy. During the other times of the year, um, you mentioned how, what is it, strawberries, blueberries, and elderberries are be the things mm-hmm. to pick and dig. Oh, and uh, potatoes, yeah. of course.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we dig potatoes. Uh... And, you know, the thing about a farm market is that it's all seasonal, and a lot of it, we're dependent on the weather. So, we like for people to kind of tune in on our social media. The biggest thing is we're happy to email you when different crops come available. And I have a lot of people that really enjoy that. And they just get on um, bloomsandberries.com and sign up on our email list in the upper right hand corner there. And, and that way, we send out an email and let them know when, you know, when these crops are available and when they can come pick. And, um, and that's, that's really the best way is because every season is a little bit different. Sometimes they're a week early, sometimes they're weekly. week late. Um, Sometimes we have a rain-out day or a rain-out week. Or you just don't know. But but when those berries are coming on and they're so delicious and so big, um, next year's a strawberry festival that we're going to have, um, provided we're allowed to have a festival, of course. And. But either way, we're going to have a lot of strawberries, so it should be a great time.
0: Speaking of a great time, the farm, uh, it seems like it would be a great place to have an event, to have a gathering, uh, either a reunion or a party or, heck, even a wedding. Uh, Do you offer those
1: options? Uh, We don't really do weddings or evening events, per se, but I will tell you, James, we have a a good amount of corporate groups and family reunions and those sorts of things that will book to come on out. We took a little bit of a pause from that right now during COVID as we try to navigate these crazy waters. But, I mean, that beer garden I was telling you before is is so beautiful, and um, and, uh, we love it when groups can come out and kind of do their team building or – you know, enjoy family that they haven't seen in a long time or just do a group event like a lot of churches, those sorts of things. They have a lot of realtors that do client events, um, with the regular tickets that we have. So certainly a, a growing part of our business that, that is just part of us being able to share our, our beautiful farm. Awesome. It has been a pleasure learning more about
0: blooms and berries. I mean, I can imagine, shoot, our listeners are going to be really enthused and uh, definitely are going to check this out for years to come. Before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web, where can we learn more about blooms and berries?
1: Uh, we're on Facebook, Blooms and Berries Farm Market, um, and it's an easy search. We've got quite a few followers there. Our Instagram page is, is to die for. There's awesome, beautiful photography there. There's, there's great food stuff. Um, we showcase the caramel apple cider float and all that good stuff as well on both those platforms. Um, the email list is the best way for us to to know that we connected with you for you to know that you're getting our messages about what what's in season cuz if you're 2 weeks late on the strawberry draw they might be gone and and we don't want that. We want everybody to get a fair chance at coming out and picking strawberries. So um, so yeah, so those are really great ways to connect with us. Follow on the farm.com right now is all this stuff about the event and getting your tickets. Uh, you brought up a great point earlier. I mean, we're selling out weekend tickets a week or two in advance right now. So it's uh, it's a no-brainer to get on there if you want to come on a weekday. Um it's certainly, we're still doing the reservations required, but, but it's a little bit easier to get a weekday ticket, of course, and it's a great experience still. Sounds great. Thank you, Farmer Jeff, for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you, James. I, I really appreciate connecting with you and your listeners, and um, we're, we're just excited to have everybody out and enjoy the last little bit of this beautiful weather this year as we see winter coming right down the pipe. Excellent.
0: Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has... Has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of the Dream House. Joining us today from the Dayton Screen Park is Lance Compton. Lance, thank you for
2: joining us today. Thank you. What is the Dayton Screen Park? Um, We have four attractions this year. The Haunted Trail, the Rat Trap, the Trail Trap, and Hollywood. And we have a new one called Shantytown. So, uh, grown up tremendously over the last few years. When are you open? We are open every Friday and Saturday night. Ticket sales uh, start at 7.30. We sell tickets until midnight, and we stay open until everyone has gone through. That is
0: awesome. I love that feature because, yeah, I can imagine you have some people that, uh, you know, show up at midnight or whatnot or 11.30 and are worried that they're not gonna get through. But it sounds like you really do take care of your customers and do that extra step. Right, we have a lot of people calling wanting
2: to know if they make it there by midnight, they're coming from far away, et cetera. So mm-hmm. we always stay open till the last minute and then regardless of how many people are there, everybody gets to go through. So where's it located? We're at 5117 Valley Pike in Dayton. The best way to find us is on Google. Type in daytonscreenpark.com and click on their map. It brings you straight to us.
0: And the way I understand it, you have very reasonable prices. How much does it cost?
2: Uh, We only charge 20 bucks and that gets you into three of our attractions. That includes the Haunted Trail, which is now added onto that as Shantytown. And you get the uh, Rat Trap and Hollywood all for 20 bucks. And if you want to do the VIP package, it's forty dollars. It gets you into all four of the attractions and the fast pass for all the lines.
0: That is awesome. I was gonna say just the fast pass alone makes it worth the twenty bucks. Plus you get an extra attraction. I mean, that is phenomenal.
2: Right, yeah, that's that's the big appeal to a lot of the people. So will the monsters touch us? Not this year. Um as everybody knows everything going on we can't do the touching but uh we did it last year and it was a huge success and we do plan to do it as soon as all this other stuff is uh where we're available to do it.
0: So how do the two haunted houses differ?
2: Um, basically the theme like the the one is Hollywood, you know, it has all of your Hollywood movie classics. Um all the biggest, you know, like Michael Myers and Jason and Leatherface and oh, Freddy cool. all yeah. that stuff. So it's based on themes of movies from Hollywood. The other haunted house has, you know, like hospital scenes and skeletons and and so on and so forth. I don't want to give everything away. And uh, about how big is the maze? It is 80 by 250 feet. Uh, we won Best Maze two years ago out of 72 attractions.
0: Nice. And uh, you mentioned the holiday... Um the Hollywood monsters, what other monsters do you have?
2: Oh, let me think here. We have, uh, you know, It and Leatherface, and we have um, Annabelle and uh, a couple different Jasons and Freddy and Michael Myers, and there's four or five more that I'm not thinking of right now, but they're all the big Hollywood hits. So any like zombies and that kind of stuff?
0: Nope, those are in the trail. Those are on the trail. Cool. Yep. And uh, where on social media? Where on the web? Where can we find
2: out more about the uh, the Dayton Screen Park? Oh, Park dot com or on Facebook at Dayton Screen Park. Excellent.
0: Lance, we appreciate having you on the show today. And uh, yeah, it sounds like a really fun attraction. Like you said, you've uh, won awards and uh, definitely uh, worth the drive to check out the uh, Dayton Screen Park. All right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the show, Ohio. Please join us again next Saturday morning.